today and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable Word of God? I need that Word to direct me all at all times and in all aspects of the life that I'm living right now. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 and 6, our text for today, it says, Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Today I want to focus on a few passages of Scripture, but all of them along the topic that I think was addressed really well. If you can get an, uh, have an opportunity, get the book by Randy Alcorn named the, entitled The Grace and Truth Paradox. A uh, great book that I want to credit today with the, uh, with the uh, podcast uh, thought and suggestion that I have for you. Uh, and that is along the lines of several scriptures give us instruction as disciples of Christ about working toward reconciliation with a friend or maybe if there's an offended one that's in your life and about how we are to view that biblically because I think that it really has gotten off balance in recent years particularly with the coming in of the internet and of people's unabashed unreserved ability to sit behind a keyboard and to just type things that they might not say to somebody's face we're really in a season right now where it seems that there've never been more strong opinions uh, on about on a variety of different topics, and there's way more opportunities for people to get offended. In addition to the fact that today is a day when people, well, there's been a term that has been coined, snowflakes, where many people just seem to be offended at every little thing. Uh, People are so thin-skinned today, and I believe that's carried over into a lot of believers' lives as well for, for, for many different reasons that I'll get into at some other point. But to some degree, we all know that there's disagreement and conflict with those that you care about. That's inevitable in a fallen world. The fact is that we are selfish creatures. We were born that way and will remain that way until the day that Jesus Christ makes us all brand new. As believers, uh, we understand that those. In, it's inevitable that there will be disagreements. And certainly disagreement is not inherently sinful <clears throat> in and of itself. But sin can easily be involved in our response to one another, in how we talk to each other. Um, so the question is, how do we work through that with grace and work towards being reconciled when we do offend one another? I think it's important to get God's viewpoint on this. And here are some thoughts that I would share that are not original with me, but I think would be helpful for you. And again, if you have the opportunity, get that book, The Grace and Truth Paradox. It'll be helpful if you are really struggling with this particular topic. Uh, Can I just remind us of one important thing here in this podcast today? And that is that it's not your job to focus on your friend's sins just like it's not their job to focus on your sins. God has not called you to be the thought police, to condemn everything that doesn't agree with what you stand for. Uh, We need to understand that our friends are accountable for their choices, just like you're accountable for yours. Uh, You're leading the way in 
uh, humility. Remember that verse I just read in 1 Peter chapter 5? You're leading the way in confession and admission of wrong and humility and apology for whatever, whatever you could have done better may or not prompt them to do so themselves, but that's not what God calls you to be responsible for. Uh, it's still right and Christ-honoring for you to do what God calls you to do. And it may be true that they have some real bad heart issues that need to be addressed, but the way to do this most effectively is that you're going to need to address your own heart issues first. Your primary job is to deal with your own issues and secondarily theirs. In Matthew chapter 7 that I have often given people to help them get the right kind of focus, uh, that says in verses 3 and 4 of Matthew 7, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Well, here we have uh, in the King James, uh, it is a, a moat, things that you may not be aware of, but uh, the difference here in the text is between a sliver and a board, uh, the plank. Uh, there is a plank and a speck mentioned in this text. And I think it gives us some helpful thoughts today as we meditate on the scripture. Was Jesus really saying that... Every time we see something in our brother's eye, that there's always something worse in ours? Uh, sometimes I think, yes, that is the case, that it's easy for us to see uh, a speck in somebody else's eye when we have bored feet in our own. Uh, but surely this is not always the case. Uh, I think the point is of the whole teaching of Christ is that our first duty is always to see our own faults and not look preoccupied with the faults of others. That's so important. That's what the scripture is teaching here. Whatever else people may say about Jesus' thoughts, the fact is, it is, it is, it is God encouraging us to make sure that we're aware and be acutely, acutely aware of our sinfulness, particularly when it comes to relational conflict with another person. Uh, we, you'll see the bigness of your own faults outweighing those of your brother, if you think about it. The Apostle Paul actually went so far in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15 to call himself the chiefest of sinners. Was he really saying that nobody on the planet had sinned more than he did? No, I think what he was actually saying is he's the worst sin. He's saying, I'm the worst sinner that I know of. Why? Well, because all of us would admit that we know our sins far better than anybody else's. Even those who might, in fact, be worse sinners in terms of accumulation of disobedience. But Paul's focus ought to be a lesson to us in that he's focusing not on he, uh, others, he's focusing on his own sin. And by putting the focus there, he really becomes broken and humble and calls on God for his grace. And he sets the example of coming to terms with his faults. So what Jesus was saying in Matthew is, he didn't say, forget about that speck in your brother's eye, but rather 
He's saying, take care of the problems closest to you, the big ones in your own life. Focus on that. Get rid of those things. By the way, if you do that, you'll spend so much time on doing that, you won't have time to be hypercritical and lob mortars at other people all the time and looking for flaws and faults in their life. Because it's only when you become humble and broken about the big sins in your life that you can help a brother address his own. The Bible mentions in Romans chapter 14 and verse 19, it says, Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify another. Making every effort means going out of your way to pursue peace with others, to refraining from being hypercritical and judgmental. Now, now don't misunderstand me. There will be a time uh, where there is a judgment that will need to take place. There will be time when there need to be separation over some essential issues that there is a disagreement with the brother that you cannot endorse. Uh, as a matter of fact, two chapters later in the book of Romans, the Bible tells us that sometimes you have to note those that do not teach what the Word of God uh, teaches and to avoid them at all costs because uh, he says in verse 17 of chapter 16, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. So there is a time for that, but I would suggest to you that more often than not, it's people that just are hypercritical and there is, there is uh, something that is uh, damaging to a person who's constantly looking to point out the speck in other people's eyes when they have when they have such huge issues in their own. So what's Paul saying? He's saying, grow up, believe and act how I do, since as usual, you know, this is, this is something that we need to focus on. Uh, there is a road to peace and building others up. It doesn't come naturally or happen on its own. It takes effort. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 says, Therefore, every one of you must put off falsehood, Speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, don't sin, he says. Don't let the sin sun go down on your wrath while you're angry. Or give the devil a place in your life. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Put on then as God's elect, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, literally compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, forgiving one another as the Lord has forgiven you. This is God's will. May God bless you as you work through these things. Let's focus on our own issues and let's make sure that the Lord is well pleased and God will be honored in our lives. Walk with Christ.